What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Tales from Tech Support. So, trying to do a little something different with this microphone. I know there's a couple of people that are kind of bothered because it uh, the arm comes up at a weird angle and uh, blocks the plant or just is too much in the screen. So, eh, we'll see what happens. I know changing the position of the mic from where it usually is will change the tone a little bit of my voice, but maybe you won't care. Anyway, been a couple of days since I've done a video, lots of things going on, about to be a grandfather again for the one, two, three, I don't know, fifth or sixth time. <laughs> anyway, um, and the reason I'm here instead of like anywhere near the hospital is because, uh, yeah, they don't want me there. Well, they don't want the whole family gathering there. So uh, this is just between mom and dad right now, and they're keeping us posted digitally. And uh, yeah, we're all awaiting the results. All right, let's do some tech support stories while we're waiting for the baby. Circuitry knows no gender. I'm troubleshooting a woman's computer. After verifying her problems, I tell her the bad news and let her know what's wrong with her computer. Customer, getting in my face at this point, you're just trying to take my money. You think I'm stupid because I'm a woman. Me, my fiance is the regional tech manager for this whole company. Customer, I want to speak to your supervisor. Me, let me just get her. She lost it. I've noticed that there's certain people who pretend to care about being treated differently because, well, they think because they're a woman or a man or whatever, they think they're being treated differently just because of their gender. And 90% of the times they really don't care. They're just looking for a way to get a refund and give you a bad name and get shit for free. Um, so yeah, some people do care about it, but also a certain percentage of those who actually do care uh, are not smart enough to realize that again, it has nothing to do with your gender. So yeah, people just getting angry because they like getting angry. They live for the drama. Sounds like it's not just the number that can't be changed. I work for a real estate company that has offices in two States. We've just adopted a new website platform and have had a lot of frustrations with the transition. One recurring issue we're having is that the pages showing specific property listings will display names and contact information that do not belong to the agents representing those listings. I open an email ticket with support to get this addressed. Me, there's an issue affecting some of our property listing pages. For properties listed by an agent, the page is showing someone else as the listing agent and a phone number that's not her cell number, not even our office number. Support person number one. I just took a look at your account and agent number one's ID number was entered incorrectly in our system, so I fixed it. As for the phone number, that is a number assigned to your company by our system to capture customer contact information. It can't be changed, but don't worry. Sales leads will still be directed to the agent representing the property listing. Have a great day. This explanation suffices for my team, and the fix they applied seems to do the trick until I realize the same issue is happening with a handful of other agents. I reach back out to support. Me, I had a ticket open about agent information displaying incorrectly on property listing pages. I have now discovered that this is still happening for the following agents and I give them the list of names. Support person number two. I see the ticket you had open with support person number one. Unfortunately, you can't change the phone number displayed on property listing pages. It's a number assigned to your company by our system to capture customer contact information. Don't worry, sales leads will still be directed to the agent representing the property listing. Me, okay, that's fine and actually not what I'm concerned about. There are a handful of agents who are not showing up on their own listings. The last support person applied a fix to correct this for one agent, so now I just need that same fix applied to these other agents. Support person number two. I've put in a request with our developers to allow you to change the phone number in the future, but unfortunately at this time it can't be changed. Is there anything else I can help you with? 
Me. Okay, as I already said, I understand that the phone number can't be changed and I'm not concerned about that. I need to ensure that the correct agent is displaying on property listing pages. For example, property listing is currently showing that agent number two is representing this listing, but they're not. This listing is represented by agent number three, so agent number three's name and photo should be on this page. Support person number two. That information is actually all random. The agent displaying on the page won't always be the agent representing the listing. If you don't want an agent showing up on these pages at all, you can turn that off in settings. Wow, that sounds stupid. They sent me a screenshot showing that they've already done that in my account. I rush into my account and turn that setting back on. Me. Actually, we're not allowed to turn that off. Our regional real estate commission requires the correct information to be there. I know for a fact that it's not random because the last support person already fixed it for me once. Also, in the example I just shared, the agent displayed on the page is not even licensed in the state the property is located in, so they couldn't even legally represent a buyer for this property. I really need these specific people's information to be fixed. Support person number two. Unfortunately, at this time, the phone number cannot be changed. Oh my god. They go into the same spiel about the assigned system phone number. Me. I understand the system phone number and that's fine. I really need the other part of my issue addressed. Support person two. I've put in a request to allow the phone numbers to be changed, but at this time they can't be. I understand that this is not an ideal solution for you and I apologize. Me. Okay, is there someone else I can speak to about this or maybe we could get on a video call? It seems that my actual concern here is still being misunderstood. Support person number two. Sure, I'd be happy to get on a video call with you. Here's a link. We get on a video call and I'm able to share my screen, show them the exact place on our website where the incorrect information is being displayed, and prove to them that in most cases it is displaying the way we want to, and not randomly. Support person number two. Okay, I do apologize for the misunderstanding. Let me reach out to the first support person you talked to and find out what fix they applied so that we can correct these other agents. I breathe a sigh of relief thinking I've finally gotten through to this person, until a day later when I get this response. Support person number three. Hi there, I spoke to the previous support person on this ticket and they were unable to explain that they assigned you a system phone number to match the area code of your primary office. Unfortunately, at this time, this number cannot be changed, but I have put in a request with the development to allow this in the future. I understand this is not an ideal solution for you and I apologize for the inconvenience. Have a nice day. What the hell is wrong with you people? I don't think I'll ever hit desk any harder than I did at that moment. This conversation was primarily over email, and it would sometimes take days for support to respond, so this entire exchange took well over a month. I still haven't found out how to fix the problem. See, this is the problem with a lot of support that I've found, and I'm just, I'm not a support guy, but as someone on the outside who's often looking for support, sometimes it's me that misunderstands, and I'm, I'm asking the wrong questions. But then there's other times when I know exactly what I'm asking, I send pictures and very descriptive details, maybe even draw it out with crayons if I need to, and they still, because they're on a script, not all of them, but a lot of them are on a script, and it just keeps looping them back around, because they're not actually understanding that, yeah, got it, phone number issue, can't do anything about. How about the picture and name of the right person being on that listing? We set it up with that person's name and photo, and it's not there, it's some other person. You know, it just, it's just not that hard. It really isn't. Somebody had to have understood it, but yet, well, no, they probably didn't. Honestly, I think anybody who's working off a script is so pigeonholed into that. Is that the right word? Anyway, shoehorned, whatever. They're, they're just stuck on that script because they're told, this is what you do. The computer will tell you what to do next or what to say next. And that's it. You can't go outside of that. So they get so tunnel visioned on just that, that they really can't even, they can't do anything anyway. Although, 
When you ask to speak to somebody else, there's no reason that you couldn't have either been put back to the first support person or to a supervisor. I don't know. I mean, I try not to be that, that Karen, what's the male equivalent, Kevin, whatever. Anyway, I try not to be that person, but sometimes you just, you can't get your point across enough to certain people and it's, it's sad. And sometimes, even if I'm the one that's not understanding, if I get to a supervisor, now they have a little more leeway and they can explain it to me so that now I understand where I goofed up. So it, it's just the scripting is what screws everything up. And I understand there's supposed to be standards and whatever, but Jesus. The error here was believing them when they said there was no error message. I'm tech support for my university, and as such, I've had to deal with some quite silly and stupid requests. We're a third-party company hired by the university, so I treat everyone from faculty to a student as a customer. I'm working my shift and a customer comes walking up to the desk. Customer, do you fix printers? Me, yes, what's the problem? Customer, it won't print and I don't know why. Me, does it give you an error message? Customer, nope, just won't print. Me, can you bring it down? Customer, can you do it? It's a bit heavy. Alright, fine, whatever. We go up to her room and I grab the printer. It's a huge Epson printer, scanner, copier combo, and this thing is heavy. I pick it up and, straining to keep my balance, waddle down four flights of stairs back to my service desk. I set it down and ask her to give me her computer. Customer, oh, I don't have it. I'll go back and get it. I'm sitting there plugging the thing in and she comes back down with her laptop. She tries to print something, the printer gives off a red light, and sure enough, an error pops up on her screen. I read it, look at her, read it again, look at her, and just want to punch something. It's a paper jam. <laughs> she had me lug this thing down four flights of stairs so I could fix a paper jam. Okay, I think. Maybe she just didn't see the error message before. Me, it's a paper jam. Customer, yeah, that's what the error's been saying. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dummy. Me, it means there's paper jamming your printer. Customer, well, how do we fix that? Me, uh, remove the paper jam? I open the panel and remove the paper jam in a second. I lug the thing back up for her and return to my service desk, dumber for the encounter. Okay, OP. Gotta say this before I get any further. You're kind of part of the problem with this whole equation. If you fix things and don't normally carry things, I would have never gone up there to carry it. I would say, listen, you're going to have to find somebody to help you bring it down so I can look at it. I understand it may be heavy and that's fine. Just uh, let me know when you find somebody, bring it on down and we'll, we'll take a look. Or if you were going to be nice and go the extra mile going upstairs, hook it up upstairs, look at it upstairs, and you could have had it all cleared in two or three minutes. Uh, yeah, you bringing it downstairs created more of an issue. And you already know, people lie. For whatever reason, they, there really is no legitimate reason. But in their teeny little minds, they think, oh, if, if I tell him I didn't see the error, he'll have to like go through everything. I don't know. I don't know why. There's no rationale, really, because... Seeing an error message and relaying it to the tech person can only help the situation, but yeah, people are stupid. We found him, the one that started the joke. This is from the time when every software suite came in a box with lots of disks to install it on the client's machine. You'd put in disk number one, the drive would whir and hum, finally popping the disk out again, and the computer and the computer would prompt you to insert disk number two and so on. A client purchased a huge, expensive desktop publishing suite for his Apple Mac FX, also expensive. And as I knew the installation was a bit of a hassle, I offered to come in and install the software for free, as he had just paid a lot for it. Client, crankily, do you think I'm too dense to do a simple install? Fine with me. It saved me a longish drive. He took the box and left. 
Some hours later, he called me on the helpline. Client, listen, what crap have you sold me there? I can't install it on the Mac. It's not working. Me, let me walk you through it. Normally, it's quite a long procedure with a lot of swaps, but it works just fine. So what did you do? Client, well, I did exactly as I was told. What do you think? I'm stupid. I put in disk number one as it said on the screen. Me, good. And then? Client, for God's sake, what do you think? It said insert disk two, so I put it in the drive. Me, and? Oh, dear God, no. I know exactly where the... We, we even read one of these the other day. Holy crap. Client, and now both of them are stuck. <laughs> it's exactly where I thought it was going. Oops, the drive was toast. The disks were broken and he had no warranty. And yes, I did think that he was, well, you know. Okay, some of you may or may not know by now, and most of you know just by the way that I read things. Um, I don't generally read these before I put them up because I like being able to have the same reaction as my listeners when finding out just how crappy things went at the drop of a hat. And I read a story about somebody with the old five and a quarter floppy disks doing the same type of thing, inserting disk after disk after disk. And in order to get two CDs into a disk drive, I don't think it'll close on its own. I'm pretty sure even if you get both of them on the tray uh, and centered, you'd have to jam that tray closed in order to get it to close. I don't know. I'll have to, I've got an old driver on here somewhere. I'm going to have to try that at some point and test the theory. Um, I really don't want to break the drive because it's a cool old drive that I've had forever, but we'll see. Maybe I can find another one of the swap meet. But yeah, back to my statement at the end of story number one. Uh, people are stupid. Hmm? The clients are bugging out. I have a client for whom we host and manage a business website, and she can pull various data reports from the website to analyze its performance, etc. One day she reported a bug in one of the reports. The columns weren't showing the correct information. I looked into it and indeed there was a bug, resulting in the titles and contents of the columns not matching. I fixed the bug and explained to the client in a long email exactly what the issue was and how I fixed it. She didn't respond so I assumed all was good. Holy crap, am I rereading something here? One month later the following conversation on the phone occurs. Client, this report is broken, can you have a look? Me, I checked and it looks good to me, what seems to be the issue? Client, it looks different from what we are used to. I'm not happy that you just changed it without telling us. Me. Well, I did fix the bug you reported and I told you in an email, so that's why it looks different now. Did you read my email? Yeah, I did read this before, damn it. Client, you should have asked me before changing the report, it's very confusing. Me. I mean, you asked me to fix a bug, which I did. Client. We can't work with this new report because the columns look different from previous reports. Me. Yes, because the column titles were wrong before and now they're correct. Client. Please revert the changes so it looks like it did before. Me. Okay, can you write me an email so I have it in writing that you want me to put a bug into your system? Client, why yes. <laughs> she did and I charged her for both, removing the bug and adding it back in. So I guess it's a win-win. Sorry for that, guys. Th somehow the same story ended up in a different place with a different title and uh, again, I don't pre-read these. So I do try to at least know enough about the story to know if I've read it before and evidently I've goofed up uh, again this week. Usually if I do reread something, it's not quite so back-to-back -back as this. But uh, yeah, can't really comment too much more on this story, except uh, I can't believe somebody actually wanted a bug reinstalled on their system. Hmm. When the new boss is on a power strip. Where I work, there's a semi-strict dress code that needs to be adhered to so that we look presentable when going to customers' houses. The minor details are more or less negotiable depending on who's your manager that day. 
We have a normal manager we see almost daily, but if he's off or it's a weekend, someone else subs in. It's a Saturday It's a Saturday, and our regular manager's off, so the duty manager for the day happens to be Mr. Hardass, who no one likes. He's made it his life's goal to make all techs miserable. When we walk in the door, we have to pass through the manager's office to get to our meeting area. My coworker walks in the door that was to the manager's office with everything looking right on his uniform, but his shirt was untucked. Mr. Hardass, your shirt should be tucked in. Coworker, absolutely, and I'll do that when I set my gear down and go to the bathroom. Mr. Hardass, no, you need to show up for work ready to work, not show up and get ready on my time. Coworker, okay, let me set my stuff down and I'll go right to the bathroom and tuck it in for you. Mr. Hardass, no, you're going to tuck it in right now before you walk another step into my building. Coworker, right now? Mr. Hardass, right now. So my coworker does as instructed, unbuttons his pants, pulls them all the way down to his ankles, and proceeds to smooth out his shirt, and then reach all the way down and pull his pants all the way back up and rebuttons them. He does this whole thing not next to the boss's desk, but within line of sight of the door coming into the door to the meeting room, so there are people who trickle into work behind him who are walking through this entire ordeal. From there, he immediately walked outside and called the HR hotline and told him his manager on duty just forced him to undo his pants and semi-strip in front of him in his personal office and wouldn't allow him to go to the bathroom to tuck in his shirt, and that he felt weird and uncomfortable to be around Mr. Hardass and didn't know if he had any ulterior motives. None of us are privy to what exactly happened from that phone call on, but we do know that he got literally moved from being a tech manager to the safety team where he was no longer in charge of any subordinates. Oh my gosh, everybody has their thing. Mr. Hardass's thing was making sure that you are dressed properly before you come into the meeting, into the building, whatever, and that's fine. Okay, you want to push that issue and that's the hill you want to die on, great. But to stand there and not even think twice about saying, right now, um, you've basically forced that person into either leaving, directly disobeying and going to the bathroom, or basically stripping down, half stripping down in your office. And that's just not a good idea. It hasn't been for probably since the era from which uh, Mad Men is based on. Yeah, telling somebody to strip down in an office is just an HR nightmare. I'm surprised he got to keep any kind of job with that company. Being shuffled usually isn't good enough for most. Uh, usually termination follows suit, but whatever. So a lot of you are starting to realize by now a little bit of a pattern. There's been some double ups of stories and some of the subreddits on Reddit that run a little light on stories and sometimes things get regurgitated for some reason. And like I said, I don't read the stories ahead of time because I like the reactions and things like that. So we might try to do something a little bit different here. If I can't find any like unique tech stories to put out, what I may do is go and do something completely different, completely off the wall and uh, see how it goes. So, uh, We'll see what we can do for fill-ins here and there. But anyway, until the next one, we'll see ya.